This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. That's because A.J. Green is that guy. But again, when, when the ball goes up with that dude, I feel like everybody in the arena thinks it's going to go in, at least when he's at home uh, in Milwaukee. Uh, and defensively, I don't know, tries hard. Maybe that's what you say about A.J. Green's defense, because athletically, he's probably not the, the most athletic guy. Uh, so he's out there for his shooting, but that's only good if these guys are going to pass the ball to the wings uh, when they're going to the rim. Now, tonight was one of those nights where Giannis did not care about passing the basketball. He was going to finish uh, at the rim or the backboard each and every time. Do you think it's something that we'll see now going down the stretch, or do you think it's just a two- or three-game thing here, Adrian Griffin kind of feeling his, uh, his bench out a little bit, giving A.J. Green a little bit of run here and see if he can catch fire? No, I do think that he'll get minutes. I mean, with with how consistent he's been shooting the ball, and tonight he was 0 for 3, but um, he's been, usually when he's in there, he's making shots, and he's, you know, he, he showed it last game against Dallas, made one yep. in the fourth, yep. too, like a clutch one. As you said, he's he's one of the guys that when he shoots, you feel like the ball's going in, and I don't ever expect him to be playing large minutes consistently, but he's someone that I, I want to see play most games and play in spurts and like you know again just if all of a sudden your offense gets a little stagnant or you just are a little bit cold from three him and Andre Jackson are kind of both that way where I'm like they're spurt guys like that's how they should be kind of used right now well they're you know they're they're still young they're not completely trustworthy for long periods of time but if the defense is struggling throw Andre Jackson in there if the offense is struggling to shoot the ball throw AJ Green in there and just see if they can give you that kind of spark um you know again they're Obviously, on different sides of the ball, Adrian Green's giving you more offense and Andre Jackson's giving you more defense, but throw them in there when you kind of need what they give you. So um, I, I like that they threw uh, AJ Green in there. And um, like you said, it wasn't really the night for him because it was kind of just you realize pretty quickly, okay, this is going to be just Giannis yep. getting to the paint and then Rook too, kind of getting to the paint and just using the big guys and, and dominating down low. It wasn't really a night for a ton of three point shots. But in other games, it's not like that. You know, in other games, it's going to be more threes. It's going to be more Giannis kicking it out to the wing, um, defense collapsing on him and stuff like that. So him and Andre Jackson, I think, are, are should be spurt guys and guys that play most games but aren't playing, you know, a, a ton of huge minutes. Hey, uh, I don't want to point out that you're maybe shortchanging our guy Andre Jackson a little bit, but he's hit a couple from downtown now, Marzia. He's hit a couple. I know. And every time he hits one, you you kind of hear Marcus Johnson like, whoa, like he doesn't expect oh, it to go in either when he shoots it like everybody else. But he's hit a couple here. I mean, if he becomes a three and D player, okay, now you you legitimately got something. He's shown he can pass. He's shown that he can play some defense. 
He fouls a bunch, but that's to be expected for a guy that's asked to play defense. And that's something that Griffin has said from the start. This is not Mike Boonholzer where I'm going to yell at you if you foul somebody. You know, be aggressive. They, get, they, they call foul, they call foul, but be aggressive. Uh, and he's been aggressive, and he's had good minutes to this point of the year, even though he didn't play against the Wizards. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know he's hit his threes, but it's not something I'm counting on to continue. I mean, the, the shot's still ugly, and it's just I, he's never been a reliable three-point shooter throughout his basketball career so far. I I mean, I could be wrong on that. Maybe he just randomly is, you know, makes 40% of his threes in the NBA, but I it's just not something I want to count on him, him being a three-point shooter for us. But props to him that he has done that so far and hit his, you know, limited amount of threes because um, that was not something I expected. No, not at all. What about your guy, Bobby Portis, being in the running for sixth man of the year early on? This dude has been just all offense off of the bench so far this year. Like every night you look, he's in double figures uh, and he's doing something, whether it's at home, whether it's on the road and double figures uh, again tonight for Bobby Portis. He's playing as well as you possibly could ask him to play from an offensive standpoint. Yeah. And I mean, I told you during the offseason pretty much because I've been vocal about wanting to, you know, try to trade Bobby and um, see what you can get for him and turn him into a defensive guy. But I told you, you know, he's going to have a ton of regular season double doubles and put up his 15 and 10. And, you know, there games like games where I think games where it's especially important is games where Giannis and Dame are a little bit off and you're kind of looking for someone else to all of a sudden pick up the offense. And he's usually there to do that. Very valuable, you know, in the regular season. I love what he's bringing and he's been, you know, he's definitely been a reliable bench scorer for us. So, I mean, I'm still in the try to possibly trade him to get a defender camp, but I am pleased with his offense. But again, I've I've never once been like, I want to trade Bobby because he sucks offensively. No, it's, I I know what he gives you offensively um, in the regular season. I know he's going to be a six man of the year candidate, going to get you a bunch of double doubles and, you know, again, put up around 15 and 10. It's just a matter of the, the playoff stuff. Go back to that game uh, against the Dallas Mavericks. What was your thoughts over the weekend on that one? By the way, before you say that, Jason Kidd looks good, y'all. I mean, he looks good. I mean, he's older than me, and he looks younger than me by a lot. He lost some weight. He's thin. He, he he's, he's looking pretty good, Jason Kidd. Uh, but that Mavericks team, uh, again, you know, they've got two great guys in Luka and Kyrie. Uh, and then after that, it's kind of hit and miss, I feel like, with that Mavericks team. Uh, and they gave the Bucks a tussle. They certainly did. Uh, by the end of the day, as usual, Giannis too much. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was their best win of the season. And it was a game that I did not expect them to win late third quarter, even early fourth quarter, where it was just like, okay, you know, they're they're on the second night of a back-to-back. Hung, hung with them for a while, but it just looks like Luka and Kyrie are going to be too much. and they're not going to be able to win this game. Like they're going to lose, you know, 125, 115, whatever. But again, props to them. They really stepped it up late. Giannis and Dame were super clutch. Um, the shooters were clutch. Pat hit some huge threes. They got just enough stops down the stretch. But that was an awesome, awesome win and one that like really that was kind of the win they were looking for of like a, a signature win against a good team. And especially on the second night of a back-to-back and a game you were trailing where you really had to keep pace with, you know, one of the best offenses in the league playing at the top of their game, you know, Luca and Kyrie were going off, going off and you still were able to keep pace with them. You still were able to win. Giannis was fantastic in the pain in that game. And as he was tonight, he was 14 of 14 and from the restricted area in that game. So yeah, that was a, a very, okay. very pleasing game. 
I'm going to tell you what I didn't like. And it worked, but I'm still going to tell you I don't like it, and I don't want to see it in a meaningful game. I don't want him handling the ball in the closing moments of a game and deciding I'm going to go shoot a mid-range jumper. Like, I know it went in, and we're all happy about that. It was a big shot with like 30-some seconds to go in the game, 33 seconds I think it went have been or something like that. Um, and as soon as he started, when he brought the ball up and looked Lillard off, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Come on, dude. I mean, I know it's kid and you want to be kid and whatever. Fine. I get it. But I don't want to see this stuff in a playoff game. Like that ball should always be in Lillard's hands in the closing moments of a game when you need a basket. Not saying Lillard has to shoot it. You can pass it to Giannis, you know, pick and roll, do whatever you want to do. But I don't want him handling the ball uh, in that situation. Again, I'm not going to overreact because it's a regular season game against Dallas. Who cares? Uh, but I prefer not to see that too much. I I don't, as we've said before, you know, when talking about this stuff, I don't disagree. Obviously, the number one thing you should be trying to do is get the ball to Dame. That should be your primary offense late and just in general. Yep. But once again, I am never going to blame the best player in the world for, you know, taking the ball up once or twice. And as long as it, you know, again, if it works, great. If it If he takes it up, as we said, this was in the, in the Pacers game. Um, I know Dame didn't play in that game, but we were talking about how in that Pacers game, Giannis was going off and late in the, late in the game, you know, he was kind of the one handling the ball instead of Chris turn it over a few times, missed a couple shots. They end up losing the game. And it was, why did they give you on? Like, I can't blame him for doing that a couple of times when he's having a great game. And, you know, if he's just feeling himself a little bit, I don't want to take in threes, but those mid range shots, he has been pretty good at. I definitely like trust him to hit mid-range shots more than the uh, three-point shots. I just I can't get too mad at him for doing that once or twice. If it's not, if it doesn't work the first time, okay, then probably you should definitely give it up the next time. I just I I'm not the type of guy that's just like you have to all the time, every single time. As soon as you get the ball, get it to Dame, get it to Dame, get it. To, I just can't do that. It's Giannis. Like this is the best player in the world. I know he, I know the primary thing should be give the ball to Dame, but there's going to be times where no Giannis, go do your thing. You're a freaking amazing basketball player and yeah if it's a meaningful game that happens you'll hear me yelling at your house from oak creek promise you all right take a quick time out back after this on green and green we'll talk clutch numbers and the milwaukee bucks